Would you rather talk about your sex life or money life? Surprisingly, most people would rather not talk about money, how to save it or invest it. This podcast is about helping you simplify your money life. Delivered by Dr. Henry Joseph Speck, a psychologist by training, Henry is a seasoned investor with over 40 years of successful investing in real estate, stocks and other alternate forms of income generation. Tune in to the twice-monthly podcasts to get his thoughts and tips on how to reach financial freedom. How to achieve the life you deserve. Now, here's Dr. Speck. Please remember this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your financial advisor or investment specialist before you make any changes to your investment policy or stocks or bonds or real estate you may own. I am not an investment advisor. I am simply talking about what I'm doing in our investments for your entertainment purposes. It's Wednesday, January 5th, 2022. Happy New Year. Life at 18% interest. Hmm. This was motivated by a number of things. As usual, I start the day on the treadmill and hearing a lot about inflation at 15%, believe it or not. So the question comes up, you know, what was that like? And I, many of the, I listen to a lot of podcasts for fun that are from what I call not so expert experts, people who are in their 20s and 30s who have no experience in dealing with anything but an increasing stock market, an increasing real estate market, and very low interest rates. They have no idea. Many years ago, we uh, were looking at uh, expanding our student housing and, and looked at existing student housing companies and talked to one and their uh, margins were so, so tight that if interest rates went up 1%, they were in trouble. 2%, they're probably out of business. So I remember telling the person on the phone, I said, well, that's interesting, but what do you do if interest rates are 5% or even 10%? And they said, well, that'll never happen. So I thought it'd be helpful today just to talk about what business was like back when uh, interest rates were 18%. And it, it, it's sort of, the, the best way I can describe it is, very quickly it becomes normal. So in the 1980s, uh, when interest rates did hit that number, um, I remember we had a, I think I talk about it in the Ice Cream Shop, which is one of my first uh, podcasts talking about a significant business mistake I made. Um, what it was like to be charged 22% on, uh, on a debt. I would imagine it's like uh, having a large credit card debt today. I'm not even sure they're that high. So things do adjust. And uh, what, what brought me to mind today was, and I don't think I've talked about it ever on a, on a podcast, is what we used to call the mushroom house. And I remember this would have been 1987 or 88. Things were pretty difficult in real estate in that there were a number of foreclosures in, in Canada. And I didn't know anything about foreclosures. I still don't know much about them. I think they're sad, and I really have no interest in getting overly involved or trying to buy things at a bargain. If they're out there, I guess we would all purchase them because, um, you know, the banks generally own them, and they're trying to sell them. They've already dealt with the, the person who borrowed the money. Now they're trying to get it off their books. So this property was for sale. Let me describe it for you. It's a very old house on the corner of a fairly busy intersection of a small town I live in of about 4,000 people. Right across the small side road is a grain elevator, a large grain elevator, well, which takes in a lot of corn and beans from local farmers. There's also a railroad track, which was common for 
grain elevators probably 20 feet from this house so let's just say it's not a gem so there was a house and in the back they had a basic it looked like a bunch of garage doors and when you open them up there was one section where they had and, and this is where they grew their mushrooms so that's why we called it the mushroom factory it was actually a small mushroom operation and they had also gone bankrupt the debt on the property was some eighty-eight thousand dollars and the property was for sale for i think 89. so i remember calling a local realtor and interest rates at that time were quite high you can check it but i'm mid double digits for sure and i can remember i contacted a local lawyer that I'd use and said, you know, um, Mr. Cry, I've never bought anything like this. What do you offer on something that's owned by a bank? And, um, you know, it's for sale. Like, what's the price? Do I have to offer it? I said, the mortgage is like 89000 or the debt. What Do I have to pay 89000 He says, oh, no. You offer whatever you think it's worth. So I offered fifty, And I think we settled out at fifty-two. And on the appraisal, I actually was able to get 56 on closing after the appraisal. So after costs, I actually had like $2,000 in my pocket, which my, you know, my wife and I looked at each other and said, this is, this is weird. So we were able to get financing somehow because it was our first real purchase. And one of our first purchases in commercial real estate. We rented the house out at that time, I think for 650 plus utilities. And it was helpful if the um, renter or the tenant had cats, because as you would think, living across from a grain elevator with corn flying all over the place, there are a lot of mice and rats in the neighborhood. So that worked out well as long as the tenant had uh, animals in the house or a cat. And then we're able to discover that many people wanted to rent a single stall garage with power to work on cars to get out of their house. And so we rented the stalls for 200 a month I think 200 or 250 a month the building was cash flowing roughly $700 a month after we paid everything so I had received my $2,000 on closing extra after paying for everything and then it was 100% financed I was able to still clear that amount of money now even though interest rates were very high the price of the building was very low so think of the 650 plus dollars a month paid for the building and the taxes and the insurance and all of that because there was such a low balance and that's really what happened during that time of high interest rates now if you look at inflation um you know 30 30 that would be almost 40 years ago 30 no sorry that would be about 30 35 years ago if you take inflation that fifty thousand dollar house is worth significantly more today just on inflation adjusted dollars forget the cost of real estate so to make a long story short we we kept it for i'm not sure how many years maybe five six seven years eventually sold it at a profit i think we sold it in the 70s or 80s 80,000 or something and it was an example of doing business in a time when interest rates were well in, into 13 14 15 percent so it, the formulas pretty much stayed the same as far as um, understanding whether you could afford a building or not, because banks were using the same formulas. How much income's coming in? How much is it going to cost you to maintain it? And so on. So I'm not really sure 
if a lot changed other than the price of a lot of assets dropped that required financing because everything adjusted and you know I'm, I'm thinking that's probably going to happen if we if we get to that number now you say well what would happen if today we all of a sudden were at 15 percent be pretty scary not just for people and businesses but also for governments who continually borrow money every day so I'm not sure if they'd allow it to get to five, let alone 10, let alone 15%, those that set interest rates. But eventually, the demand and supply will take over, and, and we really can't guarantee that. So so life with high interest rates were, were very much making people want to get out of debt. And a lot of people were also buying long-term treasuries or bonds or GICs because you could get up to 18% on a bond. Now, inflation at that time was maybe 12 or 13%, but that meant that you were making 5% more than the cost of those funds. Now, if you had it in a retirement account, you would be making that tax-free, but if you start paying taxes, you're still losing on inflation. So let's look at today. What do we know today? Today, we know that a GIC is maybe 2.5% for five years. We know, however, that inflation is at least 10, some say 15%. And so what you have to do is subtract the inflation number from what you're getting on your uh, investment minus taxes, and that's the real rate of return. In this case, it's a negative return, probably by 7 or 8%. It's still a very weird weird world out there. So, so high interest rates that are coming, everybody sort of says that, we can see it start to tick up, probably might motivate most of us in, in, in real estate investment to lock in rates if you have debt, and we've done that. We've locked in pretty much everything five to seven years from now. They will come due. Um, and I think uh, you also want to use a philosophy, perhaps, is what we do is when you're buying non-income generating assets, don't borrow on those because they don't generate any income to pay the debt. It's best to buy those with cash or wait till you have it to buy them. So high interest rates are coming. What will happen when we hit 4%? That's almost double what they are today. And then should we get to 8%, we're again, double again. So we try to stress test things. For example, if we buy a building and all of a sudden we're paying 10% on that debt, does that building still continue to survive and, and add cash flow or is it going to be hurting us at 10%? And often we're talking about cap rates. I don't wanna to get too into the weeds of the numbers here, but Generally, the cap rate of a building is the return on that building if it's paid off. So if your cap rate is 4, a cap of 4, which many apartments today you can't buy for a cap of 4, they're much more expensive, so you might have to pay a 3 or a 2, that's equivalent to the percent return. So if your cap rate is 4 as the price you're buying uh, that building, and all of a sudden interest rates are 8%, you're going to be in trouble when it's time to refinance because you won't have enough cash to cover the, the payments, let alone the principal, the interest or the principal. So cap rates are an easy way to look at something and say, okay, what happens if interest rates, if a cap rate's at 10 and interest rates are 8, I'm probably still okay. It's going to get a little tougher. If cap rates are 10 and interest rates are 15%, I'm, gonna I'm not going to be able to make the payments based on those numbers. So I try to look at that, and I'm, again, because I've lived through 18% and 22% on a, on a line of credit to run a business, if you listen to the podcast on the ice cream company, you want to be aware of what's happening right now, what, what's happening right now. Not tomorrow, not next week, just right now. 
So my philosophy is if we're in a situation where we have debt upcoming to renew next year or the year after it's time to renew because we really don't know what's going to happen. So those are my thoughts. I, I just think it would be helpful if, um, you know, some of the young people I listen to or people, let's just say people with very little experience in the real world talk about option trading and playing with stocks in and out and encouraging people to do things like mortgage their homes, take that money and use it as cash to buy options in the stock market, which is very risky. A bit like going to Vegas, mortgaging your house and going to Vegas. Or uh, in Canada, you might stick with Halifax or Niagara Falls or Brantford or somewhere and, and gamble it, which is another ridiculous idea. So those are sort of my thoughts. I hope you have an amazing week. And this new, new year is going to be extremely, extremely um, amazing for you. And uh, talk to you next time. You have been listening to the Shrink Money Advice Podcast with Dr. Henry Joseph Speck. Remember to pick up your copy of Dr. Speck's latest book, Shrink Money Advice, on Amazon.ca or the audio version at awesound.com. That's A-W-E sound.com. 